Man, that song gets me pumped. Circa Montreal 2004. Man, what a song. Anyway, folks, welcome to episode 132 of the FLA Exposure Podcast. It's been a while, probably a week or so now that we've done, and uh, we're going to probably do them two, maybe three times a week and kind of get back into it here a little bit. We took a break. Uh, Again, this episode is sponsored by our friends at bckimonos.ca. Uh, supporting the East Coast for a hell of a long time. Great people, great products, and uh, always great service. Check them out online, bckimonos.ca. Let's get into it, folks. Uh, a fantastic episode here uh, with another local boy, a guy who has been on the scene here for a little bit, uh, and a guy who's very talented, uh, both standing up and on the ground, a boxer, a judo practitioner, a, a jiu-jitsu player, very talented in all three, and uh, a guy who competed on our last card at the Submission Kumite, did very well, uh, took a, a decision win uh, over the tough Greg Oikel out of Victory Jiu-Jitsu in Halifax. It was a great match, very entertaining, and uh, a lot of really great judo throws in the match. And, uh, yeah, just a, an all-around good guy and uh, good for the sport, takes uh, takes all challenges and uh, always has a great attitude, represented down with the great crew at Sprawler Ball MMA in uh, with Justin McKenzie and crew. So let's, uh, let's talk. Mr. Colton Grandhouse, how are you, sir? Good, good. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Appreciate no, it. Of course. Thanks for joining us. And uh, for anybody who's tuning in, my apologies on the delay. It was 100% uh, technical difficulties on my end. So thanks for your patience. Yeah, man, it's been, it's, uh, it's good to have you on. You know, you're a guy who's been in the scene for a while and uh, recently tearing it up a little bit on the scene. And you, you did really well in our event. You've done well in a lot of local events. And how have you been? Good, man. Good. Um, yeah, that event was awesome. It was Greg's one tough guy yeah he is yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's strong like i definitely underestimated him looking at him and then uh when we locked up i was like ah, this guy's strong yeah well <laughs> that's it. five steps yeah he, he's a big boy and he he, yeah. I think he he fights at uh featherweight i believe maybe or band yeah weight. yeah so yeah, but let's. I want to find out about uh, your story on martial arts. Like obviously, you know, jujitsu is one of three or maybe four like kind of sports that you're kind of involved in. But how did you get into martial arts in general? Um, I started originally. It was boxing. I guess you could say I started boxing. It was only six months, but um, I was 13. I was kind of getting picked on, so I just wanted to learn how to fight back, basically. Smart. Yeah, and so I went to boxing with uh, my good buddy. Um, Cody Maxwell, uh, he doesn't really do much local or anything like that. He's I think a recreational guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so he joined judo and then I followed him. And so he was getting scouted for the Canada winter games. And, uh, so then I guess I was as well because me and him would always go to the same, uh, tournaments together and just all that. And, uh, so yeah, I started in, uh, in judo about yeah. 14, I'd say. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, love it. I always did. It's more clicking now than it did back then, but really, yeah, yeah. Um, I've noticed that a lot. It's more just the mental game, right? Cause when I was younger, I always had a lot of, uh, competing issues, I guess. Yeah. But, um, I know all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was always too afraid to, uh, to lose, to try to win. Right. I didn't want to look bad. Yeah, no, that, um, that, judo, judo definitely helped with that, and then boxing after that. And, yeah, uh, things certainly have changed, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I started with judo. Um, I did that competitively up until I was about eight, 18, and then I uh, I was like, all right, I want to start doing it because I started uh, 
watching UFC all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching uh, Tito and uh, Chuck. Chuck was my favorite. Nice. Yeah, standing big, in a bank. Big, yeah. Big yeah. overhand right. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's funny because, like, uh, going into my two MMA fights, um, this was 10 years ago maybe now. And uh, so I ended up losing the first one. I don't know if you remember Mike Thorne. He was mm-hmm. around for a while. No? New Brunswick guy. Yeah. He choked out, like, uh, 10 people. I don't know. He had a yeah. deadly rear naked choke. I was one of the people he got with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who, was that elite one? No, no uh, cage rage, I think. Yeah. Cage rage. So that's Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yes. I think, yeah. yeah. Steve Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I think it was Mike and Steve father and son brothers brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after him, I fought D Logue. I could be wrong. Fuck. Maybe they are father and son. Yeah, I don't I think know. They are. I'm pretty sure they are. Really? I thought they were brothers. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Someone messaged. Someone mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Find that Mike out. Mike and Steve brothers. Yeah, sorry. Then what were you saying? Um, I fought D. Logue. And nice. uh, we uh, we went to split decision. He he got it. Um, a lot of people like said that it could have went either way. But mm-hmm. it was a fight of the night. Um, I uh, Coming in with just a judo background, I didn't go about the – funny story my coach always likes to tell it but uh i didn't go with the best game plan with a mm-hmm. judo background i went in there trying to stand and bang so i was trading uh, i was getting hit with like two or three He's super long right like yeah exactly so i was trying to stand with him bang with him right yeah. so yeah i was eating about two or three before i landed one good one right oh dude <laughs> yeah but uh it's funny because he said uh after the fight the first left hand i hit him with it hit him like right behind the ear and he, like he lost his vision for like 10 seconds. So he was like panicking, right? But, yeah. 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 He's, he was, we actually spoke to him about maybe fighting on our last car, but it just didn't work out. He's down, he lives down in Florida now and it just, oh, does it? yeah, it, it didn't work out. But um, yeah, he's, he's a tall lanky guy, man. And I yeah, think he he, the fight would be a little different today on how you would approach yeah, it for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's cool. You know, everybody's got that classic story and how they kind of get into martial arts. And a lot of them are similar, you know, like in that kind of regard, you know, whether it's watching UFC or what, getting bullied or whatever. Like that's, you know, that's, that's a big one. My, it's funny because like for me growing up, like in Picto, like I grew up in Picto. So we didn't have, we had karate and there was judo, but there was no obviously jujitsu or MMA. And like Jared, my coach and, and Rorson started doing it like, Probably, I guess I would have been maybe like 20 or something around then, like a little younger, actually, probably like 18 because they've been doing it for like 22 years. But there was none of that. And I wonder like how things would have been different, like for a lot of kids growing up, like if there was kind of more of that, like you guys are providing now in Cape Breton, like yourselves and Jimmy and Kent, like all these clubs that that people have access to and how in 10 years what it's going to look like. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be nuts considering that like – you were the same way, like coming up all you, you couldn't YouTube anything. It was all books and DVDs you have to buy. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Anything. Yeah. Kitson. Yeah. Kitson would have 16 laptops oh, yeah. fucking from, <laughs> uh, all full with uh, technique videos passing yeah. out. Like Kitson oh, was always the man that. for, yeah, man. He was always the man for technique videos. He always had that stuff, but yeah. it's in tooth. Like grow another thing about being in Picto, like from hockey, it was always noted like Cape Breton guys are tough. But especially Glace Bay guys, 
Yeah. Well, these three know. guys were the ones you were just like, you never fucked with, ever, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Is it? Is it Dominion now? But that's where me and Justin are from. Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. That's Dominion. right. Uh, rep. <laughs> you and Biff too, right? Biff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't forget Biff. The Biff Show coming yeah. up soon. Coming up oh, soon. Yeah. Tell him how you became a skate park champion, Justin said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there a yeah, skate park? You know, um, yeah, we had a – there's a skate park in Dominion. And nice. uh, so everybody always hung out there, right? That's where everybody hung out. Nice. And so there's a, a group of, like, older guys. They're four – probably four years. They're tough guys, right? Everybody always tough guys hung out at the, uh, the skate park. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so when we, we'd go up, we'd kind of, like – almost watch our P's and Q's, right? You know what I mean? We didn't want to get picked on. We were just trying to skateboard in our own little yeah. corner or whatever, right? <laughs> um, so then one of the those guys, they they brought a pair of box gloves up, and they're all just talking about, like, who wanted to box each other and whatnot. And then uh, there was a guy, I forget who it was, but he was closer to our age, but he was, like, okay with the older crew. Yeah. And uh, so he came over to me, and he's like, Handed me gloves. He was being sarcastic. He didn't think I, I do it right. Yeah, like, yeah. You want to go with this guy? And so this guy was like the big, tough, like the the toughest Local. guy around, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah. He's like, what? what? <laughs> You're <laughs> mad. You're nuts. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Um, yes. And then I don't know how long we went, but uh, yeah, it didn't go well for him. Anyways, um, he ended up like trying to. Be dirty about it too. Tried kicking me in the nuts during the no. boxing. Match. Oh, everything. Yeah. Just because he was getting shown up by a younger guy, right? Wow. Four years or something, three years younger. And you were like 13 at that time. Yeah. Uh, we were about 15 there, about 18 ish. Yeah. Right? So yeah. let it be told, I assume that from that point forward, no one really kind of messed around with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with Mr. Granthose. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, it's funny because then uh, it was actually after that. It was like we were literally doing like UFC in the in the uh, skate park. We'd like we'd set up fight cars. We'd set up like matches. Oh, it was hilarious! Everybody really? Was, oh, it was it was awesome. Did you have a lot of people fighting? Yeah, oh, probably there'd be about twenty people there, and about ten of them would be ready up for a scrap whenever. <laughs> whenever. That's honestly, it's yeah. All, that's the shit that I'm talking about. That's the shit I'm yeah. talking about. Hashtag Dominion, exactly. Yeah. Like people, like and picto people are like that too. Like to a point, like it's, it's small town, right? Like shit. But it was yeah. something about Cape Breton, man. Like always growing up, it was just like, do not fuck with those guys ever, man. <laughs> ever. I want to yeah. talk to you about uh, Sob and, and Sprawler Brawl, and like obviously Wayne Jenkins, and and there's Liam and Justin yeah. and yourself and the big crew there, and everybody's doing a fantastic job. You got a shit ton of young guys coming up and and i'm not sure but girls too probably training there how yeah. uh how's it all kind of changed for you guys now you've been around i don't know how long you've been open for quite a while now but like how's it kind of because now you're all kind of more like full time like you guys are training a lot yeah so how the club really came together um i'll let wayne jenkins tell that story if he ever gets the chance he sure i'd love to have him on yeah it's almost like uh, if you're familiar with like Conor McGregor and Coach Kavanaugh, it's like the dungeon is what they called it. Yeah. It's a sim very, very similar story to, to that. Right? Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, with, yeah, uh, it was me 
and uh, again, Cody Maxwell, he brought me to MMA after yeah. he brought me to judo years later. Nice. Um, Shout out to Cody. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have joined if it wasn't for him. Um, but then, uh, I was actually, it's pretty funny. I was, I was afraid to join Sprawler Brawl because, um, my judo coach at the time, him and Wayne didn't get along. And so I was just like, I was really nervous that he wouldn't like me because of that. And if you meet Wayne, he's really, when you don't know him, he's really scary. He's really intimidating, right? That's a great way to put it. Yeah. For and sure. Yeah. Once you know him, it's like, he's a big teddy bear, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it's funny. But uh, yeah, so when I went down there, um, I was helping out a, like a little bit after um, with him and Wayne O'Connell and uh then I actually brought Justin into MMA. Well, I brought him into judo first, and then I got him into MMA. I got nice. finally got him away from uh, lifting weights. That's right. That's right. He used to be yeah. huge. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was a big, uh, big into the weights guy. I tried to talk him out of it lots of times over the years, but it finally stuck. So yeah, yeah. And now look, he's addicted yeah. like the yeah, rest of us. Exactly. Yeah. Oops, sorry, go ahead, buddy. No, no, you continue on. Sorry. Um, yeah, so pretty much like uh, you're saying, we train basically full time. Like, there's we'll pull double days. Um, whoever's available, if they're not working, right, we'll just just send in the Facebook group or something. Like, hey, look, who wants to roll or who wants yeah. to go punch each other in the face, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful thing, man. We did that a lot. Like, our, it's obviously we're all getting a little older now, and and everybody's really busy like i'm in halifax so i don't get it but at one point our club was very much like and it's i think it still is for like guys like ken and and jared's in there a lot obviously but like we used to go in and train you know two tw at least twice a day something yeah. not like it was just a, a lot of fun man i miss that like uh, covid is it's shit the bed for like i'm in the city so i yeah, can't train no. at all it kind of yeah. sucks like uh, you guys are obviously still training yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah that's the thing right the beauty like the beauty of this whole COVID thing not that there is any beauty of it but being in a smaller town you it's less people so you're obviously going to have that chance of having less i guess ability to ability to have it in the town or, or whatever even though i i know you guys did have a something happen in cape Breton, didn't you have like a an exposure yeah, site or something um in a in a restaurant governor's uh Hopefully it's just the one. It was related to somebody who had it, I guess, and from Halifax and came down. And I don't know if they stayed or fucking yeah. mainlanders, man. And I don't know you fucking mainlanders, but <laughs> stay where you're at. Don't be getting out of the well, hotel. You're not supposed to leave Halifax. Yeah, right? yeah, that's kind of foolish. What do you think of the UFC, man? You've been following it all. You've been following with the whole MMA kind of. Do you follow it much? Just, um, the bigger the bigger fights, I do, but uh, I'm more like. I have a hard time. I, I have ADD, right? So I have a hard time sitting down and watching. Yeah. I'd rather be out there doing it. <laughs> yeah. But well, like you do it well. And, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But, I know I know about that ADD and ADHD, man. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle for sure, man. It's no joke. So does it help you when you because for me when I train, it's it's a it's it's amazing because that's when my brain shuts off. Yeah. Like exactly. I, I don't drill. I don't do anything because I can't fucking focus when I can't like Jared, like always. And they just do up. Like, but when I roll, it's like, that's what my free time, my space. Yeah, absolutely. Like, same yeah. with you. Like, yeah. Like I can drill like for, I don't know, probably like a child for like 
a minute, two minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly once that attention it. span's gone, it's 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 so hard to get back. But yeah. rolling, it's just clear mind, and that's all you're focused on, right? Mm -hmm. But like you, you you look at like your style is like super creative too, like and and I think that's helps that in a way. Like when your mind's kind of like not not free, but like not like super structured to like you know, I guess where it's like, I got, I have to do this, this, and this, like, if you can kind of freestyle sometimes it's, it's super fun to watch, man. Yeah. I, I had a, I had a ball, you and Greg both did great. And, yeah. and uh, uh, hopefully we can get you on another card here soon, man, with yeah, gra grappling great. or MMA. The, the plan is February 6th, we're booked for it, but I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, no, it doesn't look too great right now. Unfortunately. No backyard yeah. fights. <laughs> yeah me and justin talking about that having uh gym smokers yeah man well the thing the thing is like for us like you guys could do it but like for us we lose our license oh, so yeah. it's they just they've already told us it's like if you do it so you got to follow the rule we got to follow the rules at least so if we want to keep going and at this point it's fuck we've done so much work it's what's the point yeah, of exactly. now right so yeah you guys are doing great because i mean like i was i was blown away that like there is, I think, 11 different countries tuned into the... Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was blown away by that. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. You know, but like back in the sub-series days when we used to do all those like uh, like chokes by the ocean and stuff, we had a lot of big names and people that came and in the like everybody kind of supported it as a, as a community. It was cool. And I think that's where it kind of came from because a lot of those kind of people still stuck around and yeah, and a good grappling show. People don't really care. Like, you know, the I find a lot of a lot of the problem with grappling media now is they all they just cover fucking they all sell out and they cover the same shit it's yeah. like man how many fucking weeks in a row do you want to cover gordon beating somebody <laughs> yeah. or lucas barboza or everybody it's the same people fighting in different tournaments every weekend yeah exactly and not that they're not amazing and it's amazing to watch don't get me wrong but it's just like they could be like back in the day they used to cover us and cover other things but now it's just it's gotten so big it's just like they don't give a shit about us right but yeah unfortunately man we can't get a local you guys got us an article shout out to the cape breton post <laughs> yeah yeah they're justin's yeah. good friends he's got uh he's got connections everywhere that guy <laughs> that's it that's it good yeah. old j mac j mac what yeah j ken's <laughs> j ken's i don't know if he told you this but he used to rap and that was his rap name that is a fucking good rap name yeah, Jay Ken's. Yeah. Um, is, we should. Too bad we have to bring him on sometime. Get him to. Run. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, What was your favorite part of the whole Kumite? Um, I liked. Well, besides competing, um, it was the, just sitting in the back, just the uh, just the BJJ community to grab the just Nova Scotia community. Yeah. Anyways, it's just awesome. Everybody's like, even though we're all getting ready to fight, like Jewel, me, me and Greg, we were just fighting each other, but. All the other guys getting ready to possibly fight each other. They're just mm -hmm. there, just talking like it's nonchalant. It's no, no big deal, whatever. Yeah, still it's a beautiful thing, eh? It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's something about it. Like it just for from a promoter side of things, that there's nothing, there's no better feeling for me than after you yeah. can like that event. Everybody goes home happy. First and foremost, everybody goes home safely. Yeah, if you can pull together an event where like your staff. Everybody did a good job, and all the athletes went home safely. Man, there's no better feeling like of accomplishment as a 
group of people that can come together like we all did everybody followed like the directions the rules like there wasn't a shit ton of rules but there was enough rules to keep it safe right like yeah so you know we did our part and it was it was i love those events man that's what it's about yeah. truly and getting to watch khabib too everybody their own little groups watching khabib that was hilarious man. we see everybody watched it but me yeah, I didn't yeah. watch it, and then everyone would walk. And then as soon as I, as soon as I came up, I think it was John was like, "Did you see that?" And I was like, "No, what?" Like, because we were working on the stream, or fuck, I don't know what we were doing. Yeah, he's like, "We were all just out back. Khabib just killed him." Like, oh man, like, yeah. no, like, but uh, I'm a big Khabib fan, so I'm really happy. Oh, yeah. one, man. You gotta How can it be? Yeah, he's super classy, right? Like, yeah. What stuff you like to do outside the outside the gym? What's a, a big thing for you? You're a fisherman? Uh, honestly, I only have one interest. It's just training and fighting. And <laughs> How old are you, Colton? I'm um, 27. Man, that's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> you got the world, like, you got a good, like, 20 years left of hard training. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's awesome. So that's that's it. Like, no hobbies right now. You're focused solely on the career, This is right? my hobby. It's my passion. It's, yeah, trying to make it my career now. Yeah. Fantastic, man. That's that's the, the only way to do it, too, eh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know I always wanted to do it. Like, since I started judo. I knew I wanted to be doing MMA. And everything was just leading to MMA and just in general, just fighting. Because it, it led to judo being like, I wanted to be a professional judoka, right? I wanted yeah. to go to the Olympics. And then when I started boxing, I wanted to be a, like a professional boxer, right? And it just progressively just went on to MMA. And now MMA, I just, I want to leave my legacy. Nice, man. Yeah, that's that's game. well, dude, that's the, the thing is, like I said, you're 27. You're super young, really. Like I'm, fo I'm 40 now, so I can say that. So yeah. in this game, like man, like you, and you're super talented. So what the hell? Like why not do that, right? With you, with excuse me, a great support crew around you, like yeah. and every, everybody with the same mentality, same goals, same wants. It so, what the hell, man? The, the our scene's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like the time is now. <laughs> yeah like uh, i think so like you know justin and i've been talking a lot john and i've been talking a lot about an, a, an event in cape breton um yeah. our plan was probably to do one this year uh coming up in 2021 that yeah. would have been before covid pre-covid yeah. uh probably <laughs> not with covid now in 2021 yeah, but, but we do have two two uh dates booked in truro in February and in the fall, so hopefully something will work out, and then if we can, swing, there. yeah, like we we still want to pull off four events next year minimum. Yeah, that'd so be awesome. that's that's our plan, man. So whether if if nothing happens in February for MMA, we'll do a team grappling event, yeah. and that we'll do that. And if we can, I don't know if we can get sixteen teams locally in the Maritimes to put up uh, some, but we might. We'll see. Because uh, we're we're trying we're figuring out the rule set whether we want to do like five people, yeah, on team or like because I, I saw a, a rule set recently where it was three, which was kind of neat. So that way you could have more teams, right? So is it going to be like a like a tap or like a ta tag match again? No, no, no. It'd be like a quintet kind of thing, like a. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that tapper tag. I would love to do another one, <laughs> man. That was fucking bananas. They're, fun. they're so fun and they're fun to watch. And the only thing there that's the thing they are super fun to watch but the only thing that always worried me about them was really someone getting hurt 
Honestly, because, yeah, because everybody's just 100% go because you get that break. Yeah, right? just, yeah. and that's like I was just – I always thought like someone was going to get their leg snapped. Like <laughs> someone would fall on someone's leg yeah, or something, and that was my – oh, yeah, so like yeah. to get through those two events and not have anyone hurt, like <laughs> we did it like tap or tag, and then Chael stole it. They they stole it. And oh yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I just shit on them. But they do it. But I don't think theirs is as cool because in a cage you can't like the whole rule setup where you can just tag automatically. I think is but it's bananas, right? Like oh, any, like high pace. You don't know yeah. what's gonna happen. Yeah. No, it's it's just in like it's not like some guys uh, didn't necessarily like it because it's not crazy technical, right? Like it's yeah. not like they would lose based on like well they'd be like what like. Yeah. How how am I losing based on that, right? Which I can <laughs> understand too. So it was yeah. an, it's like an interesting man. I you know my next crazy thing I would really like to do, it's uh like um the Royal Rumble. But yeah. <laughs> call call <laughs> yeah, it the ro the Royal Roll. Yeah. So thirty guys and they all one starts and then there's a draw and then you pull out tickets the day before have a draft and like some you might get second or you might get 29th or 30th or whatever right and then every minute a new person comes out like <laughs> but they can't like yeah. they have to make rules where if you if you were like on someone's back you just can't sneak up and fucking like rear naked choke them or yeah, anything exactly. like you'd have to make certain rules but that's my next uh my next trick up my sleeve for that'd be hilarious that's for yeah. For, yeah yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see foster yeah. might not want anything to do with that one we'll see. <laughs> you can so, always do it in russian like five man mma oh, that's nuts. those are those I are crazy those oh. did you see the one i posted today like we can't do events no. i said we oh, can't do yes, events yes, in canada yeah, yeah it's like 130 five pound female champion beat the hell out of the 550 pound man like yeah just they just they don't care, man. Yeah. No. But everywhere else is going full on the states and everybody like they're all. We're the only ones shut down. Yeah, that's it, right? Like certain states aren't running, but like here in Canada, the whole commissions across the board in Canada are working together, and they're like, no. So, yeah, just shut it right down. Yeah, it's too bad, man. Well, well, I won't uh, hold you up too too much. Couple questions to before we do get going. Uh, obviously, you spoke. Uh, we spoke about influences. Corey Maxwell's names came up. Obviously, Wayne. Um, who, who's other people or those guys like who've really you know both inside and outside the gym who've made an impact in, in your life? Um, well, honestly, a, a big one is uh, Brad Sullivan. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, he uh, when awesome he came guy. down, he was like in in like the I guess like the prime of like his, his competing, right? Like he was like fully always training and he was always ready to jump in for a fight yeah. and when he was down here working in cape breton for a little bit he was always training with us and just getting into spar with him and just roll with him and stuff like that and uh him just like complimenting me and just being like yeah like you're you're ready like for this that was like a huge mental switch for me and it was just yeah that definitely helped me out to be like okay yeah i need to go professional now i need to get paid i need to I need to do this, right? Yeah, very cool. That's nice. Yeah. I like hearing that. Brad's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's great. a guy that's been there. He's fought lots, boxing, MMA, and he's fought yeah. at a high level too, you know, in, in TKO, and then he went prospect there. He uh, he was down training with you guys a lot for that fight before he went up in Ontario, didn't he? Yeah, because he, uh, he was working down here, so he was uh, just training around here. He was, I think he went to Inner Kent's and – 
just all around anywhere you could, right? Just uh, yeah. got to got to do what you got to do when you yeah not at your usual gym, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you see? You obviously saw his commercial. They're like, yeah, oh yeah, Yeah, it was the best. I laughed for a good minute yeah. straight. One thing that, that guy can do too is talk. He can. Definitely yes, talk. he's perfect for that job. Yeah. He, he looks good, man. He looks handsome. He's the hair <laughs> going and everything. He's looking good. Yeah. Man. I love it. I'm proud of him. Yeah. That's what it's about, man. And local too, like you know, anybody East Coast financing. That's who we're talking about. Go yeah. see him there, folks. Brad Sullivan out of East yeah, Coast Financing. Good. good guy. And uh, that's cool, man. I'm like to hear that because, like Dan Vanderlands was a guy who, who I kind of like when I first walked in. Dan, my very first class was in Truro at Marmac and him and Scotty Noss were there. And then from there, I obviously I'm from Picto. So I went back and, and started training with Jared and Jay and, and Kitson and, and having influences pe like people that are complimenting you, just like you said, like, like it doesn't, you know, they don't have to blow smoke up their ass. Like if you're not good, they're going to tell you, you know, it's not necessarily that you're not good, but they're going to tell you how to fix it to get, to be better. Yeah. And if you are good, they're going to tell you. And, and that's what I love about this sport, man. People are so good, positive reinforcement. They're good to one another. Like Kaleidas is another guy who's really good at that. He's just a, like, there's so many good people in this sport, man. And I, I really like that. Glad to hear. Yeah. Second question. Cape Breton, what it means to you? Uh, well, I was originally, I actually wasn't born in Cape Breton, unfortunately. But I know, I know. What the hell? I know. I was born in uh, Hamilton in Ontario. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I moved to Cape Breton when I was 10. And it was almost like being reborn, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> just the, it's just a completely different culture. Just is more like steel town to trouble in Ontario, just as a kid, just with ADD, just in general and stuff, like in classroom and stuff. And yeah. I still got in trouble down here, but it was, it was a lot less, I guess. And it was just because it's a calmer, more relaxed yeah. atmosphere here, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, Cape Breton is, it's hard to leave when you actually, when you love it and you're here, it, it's hard to leave and it's, yeah, it's family. It's a big family. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good, man. I like hearing that. I'm really proud of what you guys have done down there as a, as a whole community too. Everybody kind of just doing their thing and providing a great outlet for lots of different people, whether it's boxing or any kind of martial arts or fitness. And Cape Breton's always been so well known for like, for music and arts and culture. Yeah. And, and I look at this as no different. Martial arts is a big part it of it too. hundred percent. Right. And, and that's the beautiful thing about it. Like, they, like, uh, people kind of from different cultures coming together and, and doing this sport, man. So keep it up, keep being a great role model to whether you think you are or not, you know, yeah. you are, you definitely are a role model to a lot of those people in the gym. People look up to you just like you look up to them, right? Everybody kind of, kind of looks up to one another and, and trains hard and gets the job done, man. So I'm very yeah, proud of what you guys are doing. Well, we got a question. What do you call a Newfoundlander that falls and injures his head on the curb? Oh, he's going to dig a Cape Breton here. Watch this. Cape Breton. Oh, I'm not even putting it up. Yeah, no, I know what it is. No, I'm not even putting it up. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said too. Fuck. Oh, yeah. wait, what a shit disturber, eh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, man, well, I, again, I wanted to uh, to thank you, man, for, fuck, get that out of there. Get that out of there, Wayne. I'll, uh, he, he's a good fellow, just shitting around. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to thank you. You've got me rattled here now too, though. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you for taking the time to join us, man. Uh, like we haven't been doing a lot of these, uh, a lot of these podcasts lately. So it's nice to get you on here. I'd like to get Greg on as well and kind of chat about it. And yeah. and uh, the future is bright, man. So keep up uh, doing great things, and uh, we're going to be seeing you hopefully in the cage in February or yeah. on a mat or or whatever, man. Yeah, anything. Keep me in mind. There you go, buddy. Any shout-outs you want to give before we get going? Yeah, big shout-out to all my training partners. And, uh, my wife, again, because she's still not – she's still pregnant, but still hasn't uh, still hasn't went yet. Due in uh, two weeks, but she's ready to go anytime. Well, congrats, and uh, best of love and best wishes with that. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. All right, buddy. Well, uh, to, to the family and everybody, be well and uh, have a great holiday season. It's coming up and, and be safe and, uh, yeah, keep doing good things, man. We'll be in touch. Yeah, thanks. Have All right, there, there you have it, folks. Colton Grandhouse, Sprawl or Brawl MMA. Check them out online, Instagram, Sprawl or Brawl. Fuck, Sprawl or Brawl. <laughs> Colton Grandhouse. See you, buddy. Later. <laughs> oh, that was a tongue twister. Sprawl or Brawl, Colton Grandhouse. Uh, great guy, very talented. Uh, check his uh, match out on our uh, uh, Instagram page as well. It'll be up. Uh, the full match will be up on our YouTube page probably in the next month or so. But is he's a really talented guy wherever the fight goes, and super exciting. So I'm really looking forward to getting him and uh, and a few of his teammates back on a card here in the near future. So thanks for joining us, big guy. And again, that episode, folks, sponsored by our friends at BCKimonos.ca. BC Kimonos, of course, a longtime supporter of us on the East Coast. A uh, great guy, Brett uh, Cooper. Great products and uh, gi, no gi, and of course, they'll do custom apparel, what like for your clubs, club rash guards, whatever you need. So, uh, get in touch. BCKimonos.ca. All right, folks, lots of love. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow night we are back. We have three episodes this week. We're back tomorrow night, and uh, yeah, we're gonna chat to uh, a nice uh, barber and jujitsu player from uh, Halifax. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Lots of love. Remember, be kind, not just because it's the holiday season, because it's any time. Be kind, be good to one another, pay it forward, smile, hug one another. Lots of love. Make love. See you later.